people are being duped and don't even know it's the devil. Dr. Tony Evans says Satan is a master at making wrong look right and condemning us for falling for the trick. But the good news today is that you can silence the accuser to keep him from robbing you of God's will, God's purpose, God's plan. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Imagine yourself in a courtroom where you're the defendant and Satan is the prosecuting attorney. That's the scenario Dr. Evans describes today as he outlines a guaranteed three-part strategy for silencing our accuser. Let's join him. The evil one has stood at the door of your life and my life. And he has one overriding purpose and that is to block God's purpose for you. As part of his design, he wants you to have sicknesses that were outside of God's will. He wants you to have discouragement that is outside of God's will. He wants you to have pain and relational breakdown that is outside of God's will. And if he gets his full way, he wants to take you to an early grave. Because his goal is to deny you what's written in your book. Now, in previous sermons, we've looked at the fact that every Christian has a book. A book that has outlined God's kingdom purpose for your life. But the good news today is that you can silence the accuser. To whatever degree he is bringing havoc into your life, God has come up with a legislative mechanism, a legal right that you have in order to keep him from robbing you of God's will, God's purpose, God's plan. We find in the book of Revelation this statement about a war in heaven. This goes back to our original concept of the angelic conflicts that the battle of angels up there affect us down here. We see that Satan is removed in the tribulation, but let's look at the principle. There is this spiritual battle and we're told who he is, the dragon, verse nine, who's called the devil, who's called Satan. He's the adversary. And his job is to keep you from experiencing what God has done, and he tells you his methodology, who deceives, verse 9, the whole world. If you hear, you in the world. If you're here, that means you're subject to deception. Now, most of us have been tricked enough in life. You know, I got a, I got a thing um, last week that told me, you have been pre-qualified for a new limit of, well, I don't know what it was, $5,000, $10,000. We have already pre-qualified you. You can go get in debt now. You have been pre-qualified. Now, that may make you feel like you somebody in a bag of chips. But the motivation is to get you to spend money 
and to get deeper in debt so that they can get more interest payments from you for an extended period of time until they own you. But it feels so good to be deceived sometimes. It says he deceives the whole world. You and I are living in a day of mass deception. People are being tricked about their sexual identity. People are being tricked about the definition of marriage. People are being tricked about how to handle finances. They are being duped and don't even know it's the devil. They're being tricked. Not only are people being tricked, but we're being tricked with the people who are tricked. So, I mean, and the band plays on. It says he deceives the whole world. But the first John 5, 19, I believe, it says that he runs the whole world. The world lies in the hands of the evil one. So this world order is in his hands and he runs it by deception. He runs it by deception. In fact, every man in here ought to be... uh, reminded of deception because you got an Adam's apple. You know, you, know, you, you know why they call it Adam's apple? Because that's that piece sticking out of fruit that Adam couldn't swallow. When he... So every time a man swallows, you ought to say, I've been tricked. God has written a book. He's laid it out. This is my kingdom purpose for you that you are to work out. Philippians 2, 12 and 13, that we might work out. It says his will or his purpose. Paul told Timothy, 1 Timothy 1, 9, that I saved you so that you can fulfill my purpose. So you were created for God's purpose. You were redeemed for God's purpose and everything is to be designed because Psalm 40, verse seven and eight, there is a book and that book is to fulfill his will. So Satan's job is to block that will from entering into the university of your life, becoming your experience. When he tricks you, me, us, individually in our families, with our mates, with our children, with our coworkers, with fellow saints, when he can manipulate and twist you, then he accuses you of what he tricked you into. Because notice that we're told He is the accuser of the brethren. And he accuses them before our God day and night. This is a legal term. Accusing is a legal term. It's like in 1 Peter 5, 8. Our adversary is like a roaring lion seeking who may devour That is a legal term. It has to do with a complainant in a lawsuit. 
because Satan seeks to defeat us legally. Now I'll explain that a little bit more. We've talked about it some more. But illegally, because guess what? He's accusing us before God day and night. Now, if he's doing this day and night, he's not sleeping. But when you run in the whole world, you don't have time to sleep. So he is looking for accusations against you, me and us, legislatively, legally, before a righteous God in order to block God fulfilling what God has ordained for you. To accuse is to be a complainant in a lawsuit. And he does it for the whole world. For non-Christians, he wants them to keep them from becoming Christians. For Christians, he wants them to keep them from fulfilling God's plan for their lives during their time on earth. But we hear in verse 11, and they overcame him. Now, in order to be an overcomer, you got to have something to overcome. And in this case, you're overcoming a suit by Satan against you. He goes to the court of heaven and he says, you can't do this for this person or that person or for their family or for their even community or for their job. You can't do that because look at the crimes they have committed. Even though I'm the one who tricked them to commit it, look at the crimes that they have committed, which is against your righteous standard. So your purpose cannot be filled without you compromising your righteousness. Because Satan knows more about God than many of his children do. That God's standards are the governance by which he makes decisions. It's his laws, his rules. So the accuser comes in order to block God's plan, God's progress, through legal accusation in the presence of God, but they overcame him. To overcome is to prevail against one's adversary opposition or circumstances. It is to prevail against or over or through. When you litigate in court, you want to prevail. You want to come out on the winning side. The mere fact you're in court means that there's a conflict, but you want to prevail. I am sure there are those who are sitting here or who are online where you can see that Satan is prevailing. He's winning. He's beating you in that which is illegitimate, in that which is against the will of God, and he's blocking your spiritual progress. Some are perhaps wondering, why hasn't God moved yet? Why is he taking so long? Why this much now when it is outside of the will of God? Dr. Evans will be right back to tell us about three specific steps we can take to silence our accuser, the devil. First, though, I want to tell you about his brand new book, just released to go along with our current series. It's called Kingdom Authority, an in-depth look at how God wants us to recognize the spiritual roots of our troubles and temptations and exercise the power He's given us to overcome them. 
This book will give you the confidence you need to live out your custom-made calling from God, even in the face of difficult circumstances. And if you contact us and request it right away, we'll send it to you as our way of saying thank you for your contribution toward Tony's ministry. Along with it, we'll include a Bible study guide to use by yourself or in a group that includes custom video content from Tony to help you dig deeper, plus all 12 lessons in our current two-volume teaching series. Get the details on the special Kingdom Authority resource bundle at TonyEvans.org. It's one of our largest offers this year, so you won't want to miss out. Or give us a call day or night at 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our resource team members help you. That's 1-800-800-3222. Well, Dr. Evans will come back with more of today's lesson after this. Calling all pastors and kingdom leaders. Dr. Tony Evans wants you to join him at the Kingdom Leaders Summit. You'll experience unforgettable panel discussions and in-depth teachings from Dr. Evans and others. Discover how to apply God's kingdom principles to your ministry, community, and personal life. There's sessions for pastor's wives, too. The dates are October 3rd through the 6th. Register now at kap2023.com. That's kap2023.com. So what I want to tell you is how you overcome. How you silence the accuser in the courtroom of heaven. And they overcame him, number one, because of the blood of the lamb. The cross of Christ, the blood refers to the sacrificial cross of Christ. His sacrificial death on the cross and the shedding of blood is more than a religious symbol. It's more than a necklace around your neck. It's more than a good luck charm. The cross, the blood, has canceled out the decrees against you. And the reason he can do this is he says, he disarmed the rulers and powers that are going to come up against you. Number two, in Revelation 12, he says, first of all, that the blood was what they used to overcome him. Then they said, because of the word of their testimony. We got another legal term. What do you do in court? You testify. Okay. Accusing is a legal term. Complaining in a lawsuit. You give testimony in the court. Now, when you sit on the stand, they want to know something. Are you going to tell the truth? The whole truth? Nothing but the truth? So help you God. Now, why must you give testimony in court? You must give testimony in court so that the facts are heard by the judge so that a decision can be made. He said, it is by, notice this, it is by, verse 12, the word of their testimony. So the word is something you speak. You're talking with the word. You start with the blood of Christ, and when you are called to the stand to give testimony, you speak God's truth on the matter. We got too many Christians spouting human opinion. 
That don't work in this court. The court, the judge doesn't want to know what you think and what your mama thought and how you felt and this is what our opinion, this is what I heard on the news. That don't work in this courtroom. The only testimony that is received is the testimony that is consistent with the laws of the court. When Jesus was tempted by the devil, guess what he did? He quoted scriptures to the devil. He said, it is written, it is written, it is written. Because God likes baseball. Three strikes you out. He quoted three times and it says, and the devil left him because he's allergic to scripture. He's allergic to spiritual truth. You must give testimony to what God says in order for you to have authority in the courtroom. You won't have authority giving human testimony, human perspective, man's point of view, what Paul calls human wisdom. In fact, you know what the Bible calls human wisdom in James 3? The Bible calls human wisdom the thinking of hell. Calls it demonic thought. When you give a perspective that disagrees with God, you become a liar in the courtroom. Because you're speaking against the law. Your word, your speaking. And here's the problem with the blood. The problem with the blood is the refusal to identify with the son. If you refuse to identify publicly with Jesus Christ, some of us will identify with a political candidate more than with Jesus. We'll put bumper stickers on our cars. We'll put placards in our yard. We'll go out and campaign. We'll do that for a human mess up. And we will be silent about Jesus Christ. Do you have a public statement, word of your testimony? There must be a willingness to be publicly identified with Jesus Christ. If you want to activate the blood, then the third thing, you'll overcome him in court by the blood, the appeal to what was accomplished on Calvary. He's lost his authority to the word of your testimony. You identify with Christ and agree to his truth. And finally, he says, and they did not love their life even when faced with death. He starts off with the cross. He goes to the confession, the testimony, and now he concludes with the commitment. He says, they lay down their lives. When the Cowboys play, there'll be close to 100,000 fans. Now, they're going to be in the stadium. They will be booing and applauding. They will be critiquing from afar. They will do their backseat analyzing of the activity on the field. They will be an enormous fan club. Then they're going to be online fans. They're going to be online fans. They're going to be fans in front of the television. Did you know Jesus has got a big fan club? Oh, he got a fan club. He got... He got folk that love, love him. He, he their team. I mean, he, he, they love them some Jesus. You can, you can hear it in that conversation, you know. You know, I love the Lord. He heard my cry. You know, they, 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 they love them some Jesus. 
from the stands. See, from the stands, they love some Jesus. Being on the field is a lot different. You being hit and bumped and bruised and tackled and, you know, you, you, you in the game, not at the game. So here's my question right now. How many are in the stadium, but not on the field? You're a Jesus fan, but not a Jesus follower. You will applaud Jesus, but you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna adjust anything because of Jesus. In other words, what a lot of people want is they want Jesus association without Jesus identification. God doesn't need no more fans. He needs some serious followers. He doesn't need convenient Christians, cultural Christians, political Christians, racial Christians. He needs biblical Christians who are associated with Jesus Christ. And I'm going to tell you now, there's nothing like Jesus standing in your court and objecting to what Satan has got on you. Because I know if we tell the truth and shame the devil, he got a lot of stuff on a lot of us. That if the judge ever hear it, we are in trouble. You better get your defense attorney up out of that chair and object over here. Because if he stays seated, because you don't want to identify with him, you're in trouble. He says the cross, your identification with Christ and your discipleship, the fact that you're all in, you're not just a church member, a church goer. You're not just somebody who just references Bible verses, but day by day you get up and you say, I died to me, I live for you, and that's how I roll, that's how I roll. When you do that, the text says, and they overcame him. They overcame him. They came out a victor and stopped being a victim. So if you're tired of being a victim, if you're tired of him taking stuff from you that you don't get back, and you want to reclaim something that you have been, you've lost. You've lost because he won, he tricked you. I want to invite you to ask for it back right now. Dr. Tony Evans, explaining how we can put a stop to Satan's accusations. Part of his current series, The Authority of God. A comprehensive look at how to exercise the power God gave you to live a more confident, victorious, and purposeful life. This two-volume, 12-lesson set of full-length messages contains material we won't have time to bring you on the air. Remember, we're offering it as a part of that Kingdom Authority resource bundle I told you about earlier which includes Tony's brand new book by the same name, along with the companion Bible study guide full of links to custom video content you won't find anywhere else. Again, this entire set of resources is yours as our way of saying thanks when you make a contribution toward Tony's work here on the radio, on television, through resources, and with church leaders all around the world. Again, ask for the Kingdom Authority Collection when you visit TonyEvans.org or call our Resource Center at 1-800-800-3222, where team members are available around the clock to help you. 1-800-800-3222. While you're there, be sure to follow the link on the homepage that says Jesus. 
There, Dr. Evans has what could be the most important message you've ever heard. It's a quick explanation of how you can find God's forgiveness for everything you've ever done wrong and be 100% sure that you have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ that guarantees you a place in heaven. You can also download some free follow-up resources. Check it out today. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. The problem with Satan's accusations against us is that sometimes they're true. But Dr. Evans says that's where the transforming power of God's forgiveness and redemption kick in. I hope you'll join us tomorrow as he explains more about how that truth dismantles the devil's indictments. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 